Hello and welcome to an all-new Marvel cast, Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond, from Avengers and Defenders to Crimson Cowl and Phalanx. I'm your host, Ashley Hobley, the Explosion Network's resident watcher. Joining me today is the Ultimate Kira Marchant. You know, I was wondering once again where exactly you were going to go with characters for this one, but you, uh, you knocked it out of the park with those, bud. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us is Sashin Blight. Yeah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode, we're talking about the latest episode of What If, What If, Ultron 1, directed by Brian Andrews, written by Matthew Chauncey, Natasha Romanoff, and Clint Barton seek to destroy a killer robot Ultron following a cataclysmic event. Uh, Kieran, what do you think of the latest episode of What If? I think it was, uh, it's a pretty good way to round out the series with a two-parter um, that kind of is going to bring together a lot of the episodes beforehand. Uh, I think, once again, mate, there's a few little minor details that are that are interesting or um, I, I find slightly kind of, if, if it was... You feel like if there was more time to the episode or the more time for this story to play out, there would have been things done fairly differently. Um, but it was it was a good episode. Um, I don't think it was my favorite, but I uh, I look forward to where it goes uh, next week with the the uh, cumulative episode kind of bringing everything together. Dylan, um, it was okay. I think the the more interesting aspect is basically everything to do with the Watcher and like obviously the breaking of the multiverse and stuff like that and the the general core concept of ultra ultra winning and black widow and hawkeye's fight against him was like whatever i i it was very obvious it was just sort of the the backing to the main point of the episode which was just actually an episode going full on into the watcher and all this sort of stuff which is cool because, you know, I was wondering if we'd ever... Because the show's done this really... we talked about it before, where it's just, like, spends a long time just sort of doing these episodes, and he's not in the background, and slowly started having him more in the background, and now this episode is, like, a full main character that's actually in the episode and a big part of it and all that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I don't, it's weird because I'm, like, I thought the whole idea of this show was, like, um, canon, or to a degree, supposedly canon, to the multiverse... But then you've got like Ultron smashing for all these ultimate multiverses and stuff. I'm like, what's the payoff for this? Is old mate gonna sharpen kill him and tie it into Loki? Like, <laughs> I don't know what the, you know, it was okay. I, I wasn't, I wasn't super into it. Yeah, I don't think it's the strongest episode. Uh, clearly, it's a setup episode to a certain degree. It's like uh, setting up. Uh, I don't know. Vision Ultron, I guess, or whatever. I don't know what do you want to call him. It's just Ultron. It's just Ultron in Vision. Like. I guess it's just Ultron. Um, yeah. I will say, disappointing, they couldn't get James Bader back. That would have, like, I think that would have taken it up another notch. Uh, for, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, all the stuff with him, Ultron, and, like, the Watcher was, like, really interesting and stuff. Like, I think clearly the, the Hawkeye Natasha stuff was, like, kind of on the back burner, but, like, it's very much. Obviously, that is setting up how they're going to defeat Ultron in the final episode, um, you would assume, with the them finding a copy of Armanzola in the uh, Winter Soldier facility. I mean, got to reuse that for a set. <laughs> Just as a, because I was confused, was this actually a 
supposed is this tie into last week's episode? Is this supposed to be the same Ultron? Was that the same? Yeah, I assume so. Would, yeah, you would think so. We never okay. saw that moment, so to speak. No, we never. We they never went back to it, but he no. looked exactly the same. He, so. the I same would Ultron. assume this is set before the events of that, which is weird because the Watcher. Is actually him. normally during that. So yeah, this, at the same time, it's like a, or it could have been like the first time he saw. Time is a weird breaking. reference for the watch. You would think, yeah. and what multiverse is looking at at what time, and the relativity of it all. Um, yeah, like is interesting. Obviously, in like this episode where he's like talking after Ultron's blown up. Um, I can't remember what it, the the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Nova Corp planet. After blowing uh, up Zander? Captain Marvel. That Zander, one, yes. yes. And he's, like, alone and everything. And then, like, the Watchers obviously give him the narration and Vision, uh, Ultron can hear him. And the Watcher finally, real- like, actually says that he notices him. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's an interesting, like, idea of, like, how does the Watcher perceive all this stuff Fine. that he's watching? That kind of stuff, so... Definitely interesting, um, you know. But yeah, I think I think it's clearly you know next week's episode is going to be like the big blight episode. Um, with we assume people are coming back. Um, the, 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 it's the Avengers of the multiverse or whatever. Um, but yeah, how do we feel? You know, they actually did fight though, Ultron and uh, the Watcher. Watcher can throw down. Throw down. Once again, though, I almost feel like that fight felt really rushed. Because I guess you are conveying that the the Ultron is just that powerful and that strong. Yeah. But at the same time, it kind of just got to a point where the rhythm or the overall kind of pacing of the fight suddenly went to, and Watch is now losing. And it was not really, I don't know. There was I mean, that's, that's fair. The Watcher probably hasn't been in a fight ever. What do you think about it? <laughs> he lifts, bro. But he has he has this moment of uh, you cannot compute my will, and then it's like, yeah, well, like maybe maybe he can. Maybe I mean, when you think about it, it kind of contradicts the events of Loki, where they're making fun of how powerful the Infinity Stones are, and yet he's got yeah his, all these Infinity Stones and like super yeah. powerful. It's interesting that he doesn't use the Infinity Stones in the conventional way that we've seen them used. Like, there's no real obvious elements of... It's not like turning time backwards and, like, other yeah. than the teleporting, that's the only conventional yeah, thing. Yeah, but... I, I guess it, it's 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 a weird one as well. It was one I of the things where I was one. like, with Thanos' death, I was like... Man, this series has not been kind to Thanos, right? <laughs> I think this series was nice to Thanos in the... I mean, the Black Panther, but... Like... The Black Panther, like the T'Challa in space one. Um, but yeah, dude just died even though he had four infinity stones. Like when we've seen so many mm. other occasions in the series where he just kind of chumped everything with I four mean, infinity stones. Yeah, apparently Vision just could have killed Thanos. You know, like they they shouldn't have tried to like uh tear him apart. <laughs> Try just, and remove yeah. the mind stone. They should have just got him to like use his giant laser. Just all right, all right. We want you to hide off stage. And when, just like a bit of a pantomime, the yeah. crowd's probably going to be yelling, it's, but he's behind you to Thanos, but he's not going to listen. And <laughs> listen then you know that moment where Steve's holding, you, holding his arms up, 
you fly in from behind and meow straight yeah. down the middle. Yeah, I feel It'll like be great. that was that was one of the parts I was like, huh? Because I was actually interested about Thanos and Ultron meeting because that is uh, something that has happened several times in the the comic book universe. So I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Having a more one-on-one conversation. Oh, no, he's just dead. Okay. Right, I see you need to speed through and give like Ultron the Infinity Stones quickly, but at the same time... Sure. Just, yeah, he just kind of jumped out at us a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did like... Like, it did kick off with a good action sequence, I thought, with, like, Natasha and Porky, like, taking out all the Ultron that- boats with the bike. No arm! No arm! No Old Man Logan esque. Shout out to Green Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Old it's, Man it's Hawkeye. It's an interesting yeah. choice when in a world filled with robots, he's like, I lost an arm, I'm going to get a robotic arm. It's like, you know, waiting for it to get infected and choke him. But um, it also made me think at the same time, right? Hawkeye's kind of the most impressive Avenger in a way. Like, realistically, just based on like base skill without any enhancements, really. Some of the shots he hits with his bow is kind of nutty. Like, the first one he did where he fired all those arrows and they just, like, headshot all of the flying. I'm like, man, that's some good shit. That's pretty shit. impressive. That is that he is. got some, some cool upgraded arrows. I know you have the force field arrow. I've never seen that before. I, no, I assume yeah. that would be very difficult to do in live action. <laughs> I don't know. It's special effects. Yeah. Special effects are easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you, like, have the reverse... Uh, kind of shot from Endgame of like Hawkeye letting go and choosing to sacrifice himself. That was like the, actually the coolest, I think, shot of the episode. Was just that the, shot was the amazing. Motion of like yeah. uh, all the Ultrons coming up and him like pulling the arrow or whatever. Yeah, that, that was a cool that, like cool. that shot. Was yeah. that I think that's my that's favorite like shot wall. of the show. You, like so, you know how sometimes you can see something that's obviously someone's concept art for an episode and they just went all out making that concept art into like a moment in the episode? That's yeah. one of those moments, yeah. I think. Yeah. I thought another, like, them, like, <laughs> Ultron smashing the Watcher through multiverses, like, the quick change of the backgrounds and that kind of stuff, that looked quite good in this animation style as well. So, uh, yeah. So, I thought it's interesting that he obviously reverted back to. Doctor Strange that, that we've got, I don't know, broad version of evil Doctor Strange that we got uh, a few weeks ago, you know. But it, it does make sense that he would go to the one universe he knows that has been removed of all life, I guess, to a certain degree. I just don't know what he's going to do. Like, I don't... He's asking for his help. I guess. I, I think I it would, it's, it's, it's going to be like this massive team-up thing, we all assume. Well... Doctor Strange, that version of Doctor Strange is kind of gone full circle back to the original Stephen Strange, but mm. is just powerful as shit. Powerful so as shit and like full of like dark magic stuff. Powerful yeah. as fuck, brah. Yeah. And I guess the, the, the circle thing that they're inside of is the. What if he like Strange turns on himself. the Watcher and then he turn, he's the big bag of the multiverse of Madness? That'd be impressive. That would be impressive that you set up your big multiverse of madness villain in the the animated series. Like that would definitely give the series a bit more clout and importance within the. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. No, I doubt (laughs) it. (laughs) Does anyone else think it's weird that a show that was sort of pitched as like now that we're like just one episode away and we're like at the penultimate? That's basically 
now turned into a pseudo three-parter. Well, not really, but I mean, I guess if you want to count the end of last week, um, but at least a two-parter. Isn't it weird how a show that was set up as sort of like a bunch of not connected things taking place in all the multiverse has ultimately just become a show about, again, just bringing a bunch of the characters, like everything's connected. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if, 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 if Captain Carter and everyone else that we've seen or like nine out of ten... 90% of the characters have seen Brock up next week or Doctor Strange goes and gets them all from different parts of the multiverse. It's like, oh, the show wasn't really a bunch of different stories. It was all leading to the same place. So, I'm fine with that. As long as it's cool mm-hmm. and enjoyable. It's like, yeah, I was just wondering if there was any. As long as we get a season two where we get to delve more into this. So being upset that all these characters didn't get a proper ending or whatever. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to guys want to discuss? Um, not I did think it was cool going to. He went to all the different planets like that we know of. Like, was that one where Ego was becoming and, um, no, like president? Yeah, no, not even the multiverse, but the actual planets in the universe. Like, all oh, right, yeah, like Scar and <laughs> Ego and all the different places. Yeah, yeah making sure he we'll ever go everybody. back to that. I don't know if we'll get Ego. You know, that after credits or the end Season of the Season two, we have to like, assume, hopefully. Because it's so weird they got him to come in and just do that one. That's all he's done this entire season. They, they got him, Jeff Bridges, um, sorry, Kurt Russell. wrong person. Plus, Kurt wow, Russell, what no, are you talking no. about here? Sorry, sorry, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, no, I was trying to make the joke. <laughs> I think I was overthinking it. So, yeah, Jeff Bridges is who I want to say, yes. <laughs> um, As if you don't know the difference between <laughs> Kevin Bacon and Kurt Russell. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Um, they got him in to say like literally one <laughs> sentence. So. Hmm. Maybe that's what they could afford. Got paid a lot for that one sentence, most likely. I mean, they could have spent that money getting James. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> do you um do you believe that? So would we have be at the moment be still a bit iffy on this idea of having the last two episodes being a two parter? Whereas I guess so many of these episodes so far have almost been crying out for more content almost in like we've wanted more of these episodes to go longer do you think do you think it could have been better off either giving episodes certain episodes more time rather than having this one two-parter at the end to bring them all together <sighs> i don't, I don't know think... if i want them all together to be honest but i'll have to see if it just actually works out i think we won't be able to answer that question till next week you know <laughs> so yeah That's let us know what you thought of this week's What If, and what are, you exci- are you excited for next week's episode of What If, where we assume awesome team up. Uh, let us know on Twitter by going to explosion.com slash Twitter, or jump to a Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. If you want to help us out here at all new Marvelcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. Or tell people about the show. That's really helpful. And if you liked this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our Kofi page at explosion.com slash support and pass a coffee. Uh, so make sure you watch the next episode of What If... Join us next time for another all-new Marvel cast. Marvel.